welcome to another episode of Earth 2's This Week in Comics. Um, it's your boy Mo Crosby, and I'm here with Ziggy and two guests. One of uh, one is Brianna and a very, very special guest, Ruben Warren. Do I have to say the second, or it's just Ruben? No. Nah. Okay. Nah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ruben. Ruben is a comic crea- uh, comic book creator. Um, Brianna met him. I kind of want Brianna to talk about how she met Ruben and... Ruben can go ahead and introduce himself. So, Brianna, can you let us know how and where you met Ruben? Um, San Francisco had an event. It was the Black Comic Arts Festival. And I went because I wanted to see. And he had a table out with six. So I went up and I was like, hey, what's this? And I was like, I'm So, Ruben, can you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself for Earth 2 real quick? Uh, yeah, yeah. My name is my name is uh, Ruben Warren. Uh, I'm a comic creator uh, and I'm also a stand-up comedian. Um, been doing stand-up for about ten years and uh, been doing my comic book for about the same time. So yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So you've been doing your comics and you've been uh, doing stand-up for ten years. So you, everything's been running concurrent to each other. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, like I started, uh, I started stand up before I got to comic books. But, uh, yeah, well, yeah, maybe like, well, yeah, my book, probably working on Savage for about maybe like more like eight or nine years, but roughly 10 years though, both. Okay. Currently. That's what's up. Um, so we're going to get into your book in a little bit, but this is This Week in Comics, and in this, uh, segment Brianna since you're new to this me and Ziggy you know we've done this a couple times uh this week in comics we talk about what we've read you know in the past couple because this is a bi-weekly episode so we kind of like talk about what we've read in the past couple of weeks or you know highlight one or two comics that stood out to us since you guys are new to this I'm gonna ask you guys well I mean I'll start with uh you Ruben um so what have you read in the past couple of weeks you know I'm pretty sure as a creator you also read comic books Mm-hmm. All right. So, in the past couple of weeks, in the past month, what have you read that kind of caught your eye, and you're like, "Oh, okay, this is really nice." Uh, let me see. Just yesterday, I started um the Batman Ninja Turtles two team up. Nice. Um, yeah, they were they. Are, I didn't even know. The, I read the first arc, but they did like a a six issue miniseries, like I think last year, year before last. Yes. I didn't even know they had a second one, and I found out about it, so I like read all three issues. So I just finished the third issue like last night. Nice. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good. Uh, I like the artwork on there, the style, the writing. That's pretty good. Um, another book that I just read was a. Uh, I read uh, the Power Ranger series from Boom Studios. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've been, <laughs> I've been reading that, so I just read the latest issue. So it's it's actually it's actually like a really good story, like the way they kind of updated it. You know what I'm saying? And it's not as cheesy as the TV show. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that's it, pretty much in the past couple of weeks, and you know, I mean, because you're kind of busy with your own thing. So in the past couple of weeks, yeah. Catch up oh, and you. I read um. Yeah, and I read uh, this book, Superb, uh, by um, David Walker, uh, and it, he's with uh, Lion Forge Comics, okay. and uh, that was a pretty good story. It's about like a, a superhero with Down syndrome. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I only read the first issue, but it it, it, it did enough to make me say, okay, I gotta get the 
the rest of the stories. And that's called superb, right? <clears throat> yeah, superb. Yeah. All right, great. You know, so because everything we talk about, we trying to recommend to the readers. So you recommend superb and Ninja Turtles, uh, <laughs> the Batman and Ninja Turtles. You recommend and Power Rangers from Boom Studios. Yeah. All right, fantastic, Brianna. It's about a brother and sister, and the sister can astral project to other planets when she sleeps. But it's just the person she's projecting to. And okay. Um, another one was um, it's called Descender. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. So, but in the future, and there's a, like this huge robot that attacks her. They have. So I guess Ziggy, you want to go on next? Let us know what sure. you read. Uh, uh, I'm going through a, a list and it goes figure out everything in like two weeks now. So I'm like, yeah, oh God. yeah. It's always been like, what I read, what I didn't read. Um, I think uh, I know for sure this week we had a new issue of God Complex come out, number four. Uh, been really enjoying that one. Uh, for people who don't know God Complex, is this is weird, interesting mix of like Greek myth with like cyberpunk future, like. There are these things called the rulers that kind of like control this world, mm-hmm. and they, each ruler is like a god, like Apollo or Hermes. And basically, the main character is uh, a hu- a human person who's basically the detective. That basically his job is to work for the um, rulers to investigate. And there's all this world. There's whole dynamic. There's the resistance because technology's gone to the point where it's invaded everyone's lives and everything. So like a resistance and there's like a, this church uh the church of the trinity which the idea is they're completely reject all technology so it's all these different dynamics and issue four came out and it's still going cr- good like uh definitely recommend that love that series issue four was amazing um still going with that one uh still going to my list last week i think black panther uh, 175 or 176 came out. I've been enjoying that one still. Uh, I love how DC just series to keep changing up the like evolving the Black Panther mythos and going with that one and seeing how that how he plays it out and how well, there's so many dynamics to this country and I, lo- I love the fact that he's done so much to just not ha- like it's it's so it's focused on Black Panther but also you get to see how other characters and I get to. You can explore more with Condom more. So that's another one I recommend. There's a few other ones I might, I, I'm trying to remember. I wrote down somewhere I can't find. I'll let Mo go, and then I'll come back. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, so I've been really busy um, trying to catch up on new stuff, but I have been tr- you know, reading up on everything that I haven't, you know, in the last couple months. So I finally caught up on Doomsday Clock. Uh, Doomsday Clock I just caught up with. Um, I'm really liking everything that they're doing with that one. Uh, so Doomsday Clock I just caught up with. Um, let's see. Man, I'm so far behind. Oh, Aquaman I caught up with. And I started the uh, Flash, the War of the Flash, uh, that that arc that they're going to start to determine who the Flash is going to be. Because, you know, Wally, Wally and Barry are back. And that's something that's, that's a dynamic that they're going to have to deal with eventually. So that that I'm reading. Uh, let me see. Man, I haven't really read a lot, so it's kind of like I don't know. Oh yeah, so I I read uh the metal number five, read four and five yesterday. Mm. So I'm 
finally up to date with metal because uh, I still have to do a book report for those for the, for the channel later but yeah I'm finally up to date with metal and yeah I really haven't read much but those things I've read oh and I finally read um the uh the Batman you know the wedding his whole wedding arc I'm finally caught up with that I feel like they dragged that one on forever but whenever that ends I'll be happy with it but I'm up to date with most of if not everything so yeah I'm good uh, that's that's mine and that's what I've read so I'm pretty much only reading right now the DC stuff I really haven't gotten into my my bag so I'm really cool on that all right so uh, uh Ziggy you have you found something uh yes I read another thing series that I've been reading uh I'm a big fan of Thanos and I'm so pumped for Infinity War uh the new uh, series in Thanos is still going on and I've been really enjoying that one uh we the current arc Thanos wins is a jump to the future where we have basically Thanos has conquered the everything and but there's the last last vestige of his like I, iconic uh like rival Silver Surfer is the last enemy left in the galaxy and seems like the future Thanos cannot seem to put him down so he brings the current timeline Thanos to it and the series is just so awesome I love uh, I think it's Cape is writing it and he does so good with like the big like crazy god stories in the cosmic and stuff and that's the stuff that got me into co like basically comics uh, I love it it's good to see it being done really well because last few years I have out of critique, so I'm glad to see it's coming back to being going well. Uh, well, yeah, right, that's another uh, recommendation. Oh, you got one more? Or that's pretty oh, much it. That, that, I think that is it for me. This. All right, great. So that's a perfect segue because we're talking about what got you. Know, you, you just said what got you into comics, and we have a comic book creator here. So I guess it's time, you know, for us to ask some questions and um, you know try to find out you know pick his mind a little bit pick his brain a little bit and find out you know how we got into this and you know what he you know what he wants to do with his his uh comic books you know later in the future or how he wants to expand that but before we go i want you just to talk about your, your you know your comic book a little bit you know the characters and you know just kind of give us an insight into you know because um brianna sent us uh, a thing about the comic books that we all i read uh issue zero and you know, shout out to you for talking about Ghana, even if it was that one little line, you know, in the comic books. I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, I respect that a little bit. But yeah, so if you can just, you know, go into, you know, what, you know, what, um, you know, what the patrol is about, mm -hmm. and just, you know, let us know who these characters are, and you know, where you might be taking them later on. You know, you don't have to tell us anything because we will. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be reading it. So, you know, if you could just break it okay. down for us a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, so Swag Patrol, uh, it's a, a superhero story. It's about three uh, siblings, uh, three teenagers. They're two siblings and then their cousin. Uh, they become superheroes uh, after a lab accident at school. And so then they become uh, superheroes with the help of their science teacher. Um, and so, yeah, so like our issue zero just kind of goes just uh, a backstory to how it came to be, and then issue one picks up like shortly after that, but that's where you really see them uh, become Swag Patrol. Um, the three, uh, the main characters are the three teenagers, which is uh, Rashad Carter, uh, and, and his, his hero name is K-Swag, and then there's his sister, Maya Carter, 
She goes by the name Mindset. And then there's their uh, cousin, Blaze. Well, his name is Chris Lowry, and uh, he goes by the name Blaze. Um, and then there's their science teacher, Dr. Trey, who uh, is a very, uh, you know, kind of like he like a low key Tony, Tony Stark, so to speak. Um, <laughs> like he doesn't he doesn't have like the fame and the notoriety, but he definitely has the uh, the wits and the brain. Um, and so yeah, so he's like the high school science teacher, but he has like a, a a past of his own that you know that the kids don't know about, and so he's trying to keep that away while you know trying to protect them and kind of be like a father figure mentor to them. Okay, so pretty much it's about three young African-Americans. Thank you very much. Again, this is something that we all need in the community. So it's about three young African-Americans, right? And, you know, two yeah. of them are siblings. There's the one cousin, and then there's the African-American teacher, or the, there's the teacher who kind of helps them out. Shoot. Mm-hmm. All right, that's pretty dope. Oh, that's pretty dope. So I can get behind that. Um, so, uh, Brianna, you want to get us started with this? Yeah. So, okay. um... One of our questions is, when did you first decide that you wanted to create your own comic as a career? Uh, I was 16, and uh, growing up, uh, I used to spend a lot of time at the library. And uh, one time, I was, I was 16, I went to the library, and I went to, um, I like accidentally went into the wrong section. I was looking for some books on something else and happened to come across like the comic book section and like how to draw comics and stuff. And I remembered like as a kid, I read comics and stuff and I liked them. I was like, oh yeah, I was like, you know, I guess I'll check out a couple books on this, um, you know, in addition to whatever else I was getting. And then, uh, yeah, like I got home that night and I opened up the book and then uh, I just started like drawing and following the instructions that they were saying. And then in the middle of me drawing, like I literally just got like hit with this whole idea of Swag Patrol. And um, I was up to like 4 a.m. that night just drawing. Even though my drawings are very, very shitty, like I couldn't draw at all. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I drew. I was just up to four a.m. just trying to sketch out my ideas that I had, and um, yeah, and that was yeah, that was like at sixteen. Like I knew then I was like, oh, I'm gonna make this. I didn't know how I was gonna get done, but I knew I'm like I'm gonna make this. Fantastic. I, I'm glad you know you're able to get that done. Um, another question I have for you, real quick, is. So you you did mention that you you know you used to read comic books as a kid and all that good stuff. But um, who you know who has been the biggest influence on you outside of the comic book industry and how did that affect your life? So this is you know before you got you know before you in, into the industry you know before you got in there you had to have someone influence you and who was that mm-hmm. outside of that? Um, it would probably be my dad. Um. Because uh, my dad actually used to do stand-up comedy as well, okay. so um, so like I grew up like seeing him do it. And my dad's always been like a multifaceted person. Like he always worked in music. You know, my dad's always been working on something. Um, so uh, yeah, he's definitely I kind of take after him. Um, just as far as like you know, getting my hand into different fields and trying different mediums of you know uh, performing arts and creativity. So, yeah, I would say he probably had the, the biggest influence on me as far as, like, getting into, you know, creativity and being creative. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, I just want to ask you a question, Ruben. I was just, just going off that, like, who do you think has been, like, probably the biggest influence on, like, your comic career? And, like, who, who do you think you go to the most who's, like, kind of helped you, like, create your work and 
uh, build that up and like influence how you go with the process of making comics? Um, hmm. Uh, I can't think of his name, but he he's done like a ton of like how to draw comic books. I, his name is really drawing a blank for me, but he had like a ton of books on like how to draw comics. And I remember after I after I came with the idea for Swag Patrol that following summer, I got like, went to the library every day and found every book on how to draw comics and how to make comics. And it's this dude. I, I think uh, I want to say it was. Uh, I want to say his name was Christopher Hart, I think. I can't remember, but he just had a bunch of books on how to draw comics. And I just remember just, you know, reading his books and um, and just, you know, figuring out how to draw and coming up with ideas. Um, you know, and then just Google, honestly. Like, that was my best friend with <laughs> everything. Um, you know, if I ever had a question, yeah, you know, if I ever had a question, I'd be like, hey, let's Google how to get this done, you know. Um, you know, and then also... Uh, I don't know who else kind of helped me. Uh, oh, uh, definitely uh, uh, Dwayne McDuffie and uh, the Milestone uh, crew. They definitely uh, had influence on me as well. Uh, you know, yeah, just reading a lot of their stuff and, you know, just being like a big Static Shock fan growing up. So those, those like, you know, all that mixed in, you know, kind of helped me on the path. What TV show again? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, for real though, man. They need to. I mean, Black Lightning cool, but it's like you, know. <laughs> you should just be <laughs> static. <laughs> right. Okay, so um, what do you do to recharge your creative batteries? Um, I just sit down and probably just watch movies and chill. Like honestly, like just chilling. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't know. For me, it's like just kind of just living is like what we charge my battery. But it's like with me, like my mind is I'm always thinking of something. I'm always, you know, I got like a million projects in my head. So it's like to like sit and recharge my creative juices. Yeah, for me, I, I just sit down, you know, and, you know, like just last night I was going over uh, the second issue for Swag Patrol and I just sat down and started going through the dialogue and it was tweaking it and all that stuff so just doing stuff like that like just like kind of just relaxing and chilling you know that that just kind of helps me just like let let the create the creative juices flow so that's what's up that's what's up uh so um speaking of creative juices and all that good stuff so now what what goes into a typical day of work for you like what's your typical routine how you know you know and if you want to you can throw in you know your comic routine in there like all of that too like what goes into creating all of it uh, for me, uh, I'm a, I do stand up and everything, but I'm also an Uber driver. So I wake up in the morning and I Uber and I drive people around. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I usually, I come home and, uh, you know, just kind of chill. Um, usually, you know, I'm kind of checking in with my artists, you know, cause usually they'll have some pages for me or whatever, or whatever artwork they got coming in. They usually hit me up and say, you know, this is the latest page we got. Um, you know, and just kind of, you know, going over storylines and story arcs in my head. Uh, you know, and then, and then after that, like, I usually do that, like, in the middle of the Uber. And then, uh, you know, then sometimes at night, you know, if I have a show, then I'll go perform there. Or sometimes I'll just go hang out at the comedy club, you know, with my friends and stuff. And, you know, we'll just, you know, like, last night I was at the Laugh Factory and, uh, you know, just hung out with my friends. It was all their performance. So I just went up there to support. So, um, yeah, I mean... 
be honest with you, like comics, like my comic book, unless uh, unless I'm like uh, like I have a show coming up. So right now it's kind of like my main priority because I have a show on the 17th in San Diego, the Black Comics. Uh, I think what's it called Black Comics Day. Uh, so if you're in San Diego, you should check it out. Malcolm X Library, February 17th. Um, so yeah, uh, but yeah, if I have like a show coming up, then it, it really takes a lot of my time because I'm just trying to make sure that I have everything that I need. Um, and then also if I have, if I'm working on a new book, like I have issue two is, you know, slated for the springtime. So that's taking up a lot of my time as well. But yeah, like if I'm, you know, if I'm kind of just like in between books or in between, you know, promoting the book, then it doesn't really consume my day to day. It's more so like focusing on like my comedy or, you know, writing scripts for other projects and stuff. Okay. Okay. So, uh, all right. I just wanted to ask you, it's like, so what is, what, what do you kind of use when you like create your comics? Like for, cause the fact that you write and you draw, so what kind of, Oh no, oh no, no, oh no, I'm, I'm not an artist at all. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you do do your own art. I mean, I mean, sure. It's not uh, like you're not, I would say you're an artist, even though, what do you just, anything you do like with involving comics, what kind of things do you use? Like you, like you just like write on paper or do you like write down like, or Um, do you like create your script? Yeah, I use um, I use Celtex, um, which is a free uh, script writing software, and they do formatting for various uh, various forms of media, whether that be a screenplay or a comic book or a actual play. Um, they have like different formats. Um, I did I use Final Draft for like writing my my television and movie scripts, uh, but I love how Celtex formats the comic book. Uh, script for you and it makes it like an easy read for the artist or you know whoever else is reading it so you know it kind of has like a side by side versus having a read it's like panels on one side dialogue on one side versus you know a lot of typical uh combo scripts kind of have it all down you know one way it's like panel caption character dialogue panel caption you know you just read it all the way down but i like how it's kind of like a side by side with two columns on cell text so that's awesome what element of your work gives you the most personal satisfaction? Uh, I would have to say um, with Swag Patrol, the artwork. Um, that is probably the most satisfaction that I get off of it because uh, I really pride myself on trying to present the highest quality that I can you know, within my budget and within my means, uh, you know, trying to present the highest quality. So, um, you know, I I love when I do shows and people open the book and say, I love the artwork because that was like a long, long journey to get to get that quality of artwork like that. That went I had to go through some years of like, you know, retooling things and repaying for stuff out of my pocket when I was already halfway done with it. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, though, it was all worth it because, you know, I knew I wanted to put out a high quality product. You know what I mean? So, uh, like I said, so it, it's worth it when, you know, the first thing people say is like, oh, I love the artwork or, you know, they say they love the cover. Like the cover is very captivating. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's for me, it's the artwork, like the fact that it's so crisp and clean. Yeah, that's Are really... you for number one? Oh, yeah, for number one. I mean, even for number zero, I mean, even with issue zero, it was like, you know, at, at the time, that was, you know, that was the art that that was available to me. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm proud of that because even that was a, a journey in itself. So, yeah. That's great. Uh, thank you for that. Um, 
what has been the most rewarding project you know whether it's you know your comic books or you know your stand-up career what what's been the most you know so in and out of comics because again you know you do a couple of things other than the comic books so inside and outside of comics what's been the most rewarding you know rewarding project you've done uh the most rewarding project that i've done would probably be like a few years ago i was like 22 and i had and i got the opportunity i wrote for a show on bet nice. and uh Amazing. Yeah, so that was actually pretty fun. It was a very, very crappy show. It didn't even last that long. It lasted maybe like three months because it was very bad. <laughs> but uh, but it was the most rewarding project because I learned so much, you know, and unfortunately it was to my detriment, though, because I was young, so I didn't take it that serious. And, you know, because I was so young, a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, he's young. He played around a lot. So, uh, but that was the most rewarding experience and project just because I learned so much, you know, just as a writer, you know, as a, uh, even as a comedian, you know, and just learning how to write and having to write for television daily and stuff. Like, it was just like a lot of lessons that I learned with that whole process, as hectic as it was, because there was a lot that went into it, so. Awesome. Actually goes really well, because then my other question. It's like, so for people who are just like, there's a lot of talent to newcomers and for a person that in their your place that you say like you were 22 new to this stuff would you give advice to that that another person who's going through that right now the newcomers who are trying to just get their start what like advice would you give them um i would say uh i would say you know just listen you know what i'm saying like just just take advice and soak in you know from uh, from different people that's the thing that's really helped me too is that i'm always um you know, listening to other people that are, you know, either older than me or just been doing stuff longer than me, just soaking the knowledge and information from those that are like minded and within the same field that might be a little further than you because you can always learn. Um, so that's like, you know, networking um, and just uh, I also, you know, just just stay, you know, whatever your craft is, whatever it is you want to do, like just stay working on it. You know what I mean? I don't don't stop and don't get stagnant with it. Like always, you know, always be in the gym shooting, you know? <laughs> Great analogy. The Kobe life. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so what's the most important big idea that you've learned in life, in, in or out of comics, and like why that? Yeah. Uh, the most important thing um, that I've learned is probably that you have to do for self. Um, like I know that's something that I've always kind of struggled with, even even now. Um, but just uh, just doing for yourself, um, whether that be you know something even as simple as like working out, like that's something I'm getting back into, you know, because I know that it's you know to be healthy, you know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, like just doing for yourself, uh, you know, trying to create your own opportunities and not even necessarily create your opportunities, but also just making sure that you're all together when those opportunities come. Um, you know, but yeah, I just, yeah, for me, I guess I'm kind of all over the place, but uh, yeah, I would say like the biggest thing is like just learning to like do for yourself and being able to be self-sufficient on a creative tip uh, I'm speaking on. But yeah, you know, like just being able to, you know, create your own stuff because 
honestly, I've learned that that actually opens up a lot more opportunities versus you, you know, waiting with your hand out. Um, okay. You know, so uh, yeah, so that's something I, I would, that's like a big philosophy, just like, just learning just to do for yourself and not always have to rely on people and, you know, find the power within you to make the changes that you want to see, you know. Awesome. Thank you very much for that. Um, I have one more question. Um, yes. I don't know if anyone else has another question, but I have one more question. And the question is actually about the comic book and Swipe Patrol, because I feel like we've asked you all these questions that you know, in and out of comics and whatnot. So let me let me quickly ask you this question about Swipe Patrol. Where do you see yes. Swipe Patrol going? Where do you want it to go? And is that the you know is that the is that the one? I mean, that's the one that's going to start it. So do you have more ideas coming out? You know, is there more uh, written by Ruben that we could be expecting soon? Yeah, abs- absolutely, man. Um, as far as comics, man, I got like five or six comic book ideas, you know, but uh, unfortunately the budget uh, right, in my right. bank account <laughs> doesn't allow for all of that. But um, but no, I don't for Swag Patrol, um, every, honestly, ever since I first came up with the idea, I had told myself, like, I want kids for Christmas to say I want the new Swag Patrol action figure. Like, that's always been my goal is to, like, you know, get in with animation and uh, you know, toys and action figures and all that. Um, just because I know, you know, like with kids, it's a very, 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 uh, you know, open and big market, you know, to tap into. So, um, yeah, I think I've always said, like, with my end goal with Swag Patrol, I would love for it to be, you know, a cartoon series. Like, that's kind of like my end all be all. Uh, but then, like, my current goals right now with it is, uh, you know, we're getting issue two done, which is slated for. Uh, I'm gonna try to get released like free comic book day weekend sometime right. around there in May. Right. Um, you know, so I'm hoping to get that done. Um, and then just completing the first story arc, which is about six issues. Um, and then I want to be able to have that trade paperback of all six issues. You know, like a Swag Patrol Volume One. So right. uh, it's like those are my immediate goals for Swag Patrol. It's really just kind of getting the first story out that I want to tell with these characters. Um, you know, and then like I said, you know, and hopefully that leads into, you know, getting my other ideas out that I want to, you know, tell with comic books and, you know, and then, you know, any other thing, you know, with movie scripts and TV show scripts and all that stuff, so. Okay. So we can expect, you know, once you get that first, you know, six issues out of Swag Patrol, we can expect more things from moving coming out, right? Oh, yes, definitely. And you can expect the value, too, because we actually have two story arcs already playing for Swag Patrol. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we got we got like two story arcs for sure, and then you know me and my team we stay talking about future issues and future storylines. So you know I don't I mean I, to me Patrol, it'll go on as long as you know as long as I see it and as long as you know people like it and you know want to keep you know like I said a lot of people ask me too and every the first time like yo so when the next one coming out like what happens next. <laughs> So, you know, I'm like, if, you know, if I can keep that going, you know, for as long as I can, then, you know, hopefully we can have, you know, a Swag Patrol number 100, you know? Right, so. right, right. I can see that. Hopefully, you know, you get that. Uh, um, I look forward to seeing Yeah. So does anybody have any more questions for Ruben? I do. All right. Shoot. Um, you said you had, like, a lot of other ideas, but I wanted to know, like, why you chose Swag Patrol. Like, what about this story made you think, like, this is the one I want to do first? Um, it's what I wanted to do first because it was the first one that I, it was the first idea that I had. Um, and honestly, I didn't really start 
thinking of other comic book stories until Swag Patrol was already in the mix. Like once I got the first book, once I did the issue zero, like once that got out there, um, you know, that was just like, oh wow, I was like, okay, what if I did like this idea or like what if I had this idea? So yeah, it was like I mean to me like Swag Patrol is like my baby. Like that's like that's like the baby that I planned with my wife. And it's like, you know, this is like the child that we just wanted together and we're gonna love it and we're gonna nurture it. You know what I mean? So yeah, like so yeah, Swag Patrol is my child, man. Like and I love that thing to death. So yeah, that's the one that I, that I really love. Now there are some ideas that I want to put out more than Swag Patrol now, but it's like I've already started Swag Patrol, so it's like I gotta you know ride that wave, and then you know later down the line, you know we can get to some more things. So you know what? Actually, I got one more question. So your team? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> the questions are you're just gonna keep coming one more. at this point. It's right? one more. Yeah, it's one more. <laughs> All right, so uh, Ruben, so your team, how'd you meet your team? Where'd you meet your team? And how, you know, how tight is that team? And how much do you put, you know, how much do you trust your team to like, you know, to help you, you know, get that idea? Like your artists, how much, you know, it's like, hey, man, I have this idea. This is what I want to do. Like, how much do you trust them to like, take your idea, you know, take your words and put them into action, you know, you know, draw, you know, look, because I don't know how to draw. yeah, no, I trust me, I can't either, man. I promise you, I, I cannot draw. I, I learned I learned just enough drawing to where you could see my idea. Like, I just knew, like, just basic. Like, I just learned, like, basic stuff for comic book drawing. Like, just how to do draw some arms, how to draw some hands and some feet. Like, that was pretty much it. But, um, but no, I met my team, uh, my team, uh, my boy Raymond Sanders and Gabe Smith, who actually helped me write issue one and is, like, one of my co-writers um for the for the whole book um but no i met i met raymond and who drew he actually raymond actually drew issue zero and then my my friend gabe he you know he helped me write so i met them uh together uh what was that Dang, that was seven wow seven years ago almost seven years ago uh we were in atlanta there there's this comic book event out there called onyx con which is a uh they do it every summer and it celebrates uh black comic books and stuff so that's in that's in atlanta it's a great it's a great festival and at that time i had found out about it like a week before because i was that's when i really got into the whole like where are the black comic books you know because i know i know they're out there so i just when i started googling everything and i found all these you know black comic book creators that had their own independent projects and i found out about honest con and I had my book of sketches and I said, I'm going to go there to, to Honest Con and I'm going to just talk to people and show them my idea and see what happens. And I happened to meet Raymond and Gabe. They have their uh, the publishing banner of Fantasy Art Comics, uh, which I'm a part of now. Okay. And yeah, I met them and said, hey, and I was like, hey, this is my idea, Swag Patrol. Here goes my sketches. And they looked through it and they were like, oh, wow, these are like some really good designs and stuff. This is cool. And um, the next thing, like we exchanged information, and then like the very next day, uh, Raymond had sent me an email and was like, "Hey man, I've been thinking about your, you know, your story that you had showed us, man. He's like, and I just want to help you. I want to help you out. So, uh, you know, I want to help you make it. So don't even worry about, you know, anything. Like I'm gonna help you draw it and all that stuff. And so yeah, that's what got the ball rolling. That's like my, that's like my core team. Like I consider them like my big brothers, really. Um, and then my artists are two brothers who drew issue zero i mean who drew issue one um they are uh, two brothers that live in the philippines oh and so yeah one draws and then the other one does the coloring so uh i actually met them 
through uh, my friend Raymond. And he said he saw uh, Mark Marvita, who's the artist. Uh, he said he saw him in a Facebook group, like post about, you know, his rapes or whatever. And then he was like, yeah, so this dude right here, man, you know, he has some good art. He's like, you should check him out. You know, he's got some decent rates and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. So I went to his DeviantArt page and I was like, oh, wow, this dude can really draw. Like he had like the perfect style that I've always envisioned Swag Patrol to have, like a classic comic book style. Yeah, so I hit him up and and uh, he was like, yeah, man, I, I can do your book for you. And then he did the first book. And then uh, actually I had another colorist that was coloring the book and I got halfway done with the book. And then Mark told me, he was like, yo, can my brother draw the next book for it? I mean, can my brother color the next book? I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. And I was like, well, let me see what he can do. I was like, so I had him color one of the pages that Mark already drew. And um, he sent me back the page that his color, that his brother colored. And then I shared it with my homies Raymond and Gabe. And I was like, yo, like the brother's actually sick with the colors. <laughs> and then I was like halfway, I was literally halfway done with coloring the book. And I just kept looking at the page that his brother colored. And I was like, you know, the whole book got to look like this. So I just said, oh, man, whatever. And I scrapped it. I scrapped the old colors and started all the way over with issue one and had to pay for all the pages to get like recolored and stuff. Uh, but yeah, but to me, that was worth it though, because I'm like, like I said, I wanted to put the highest quality out that I know I can put out. Um, so yeah, I met them too, like off of Facebook and like, I do everything with them, like through PayPal and Facebook messenger. Like that's how we get everything done. And it's kind of crazy that that's the world we live in now. Like you can literally just talk to people overseas and get stuff done. So, (laughs) Hey man, look, I'm on the East coast, just so you know. So this, this is, this is awesome. But you know, I yeah. really appreciate I appreciate you sharing that story and you know how you met and your team. It seems like you know you have a great working dynamic with everyone. So I I really appreciate that, and I really also appreciate that you have you know artists. That, you know everyone is you know someone of color. You know working on on your book, and you know this your book is also really important. It's also great. You know it's kind of coincidental that you know you you know this interview happens to happen on the first day of Black History Month. So. Shout out to that. Yeah, for yep. sure, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm all about it, man. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I even came up with Swag Patrol because it was like I was even thinking like I didn't even know any black superheroes when when I was like reading the book about how to draw superheroes. I was like, oh, I'll make my own. I was like, I don't even know no black superheroes. Like I knew like Static Shock, uh, like Bishop from X Men, but they were just so far and few between, you right. know, that I was like, oh, I'll just make my own, you know, and and but then in doing that. You know, I ended up finding out that there's a whole world, you know what I'm saying? And a whole event is solely dedicated to, you know, uh, black uh, creators and who actually show, you know, black people in, not even just superheroes, but just in comics. Because I feel like that's a a medium, not that we're overlooked by, but it's a medium that it's never really been catered to us. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really think about comic book nerd, you think about like some 30-year-old white dude. You know what I mean? So, uh you know, so that's something that's that's like a medium that's never really been uh, like presented to us, you know, and something that's never really been like for us, for lack of a better term. Um, so, yeah, so like to see that there's like a whole world of it, you know, if you just, you know, seeking, you shall find. So uh, that's what I say to like a lot of people who like to complain that like Marvel and DC, they're like, oh, they don't give us no black superheroes. But I'm like, they out here. You know what I mean? You just gotta, you just gotta go, go digging. You know? Yeah, go find it. It's out here. You know what I'm saying? 
So, um, you know, but yeah, but I see, you know, but things like that are, to me, are important. You know, that's why I'm happy for Black Panther to come out. I think that's going to be a great movie. Um, you know, yeah, I just, you know, representation is important, you know, for, for everybody. Everybody wants to see themselves, you know, as the hero. So I'm happy, you know, to do my part and to inspire young little boys and girls, you know, who can identify and see themselves in these characters and, you know, want to be inspired to, you know, do something even better than what I'm doing. You know what I mean? That's really what I want to do is like, you know, just inspire the youth because that's where the change comes. So really appreciate that. Really appreciate that. Again, thank you for agreeing to come on because, you know, your your schedule really did sound hectic. I was like, wow, how'd you find time to do this? But uh, yeah, no, I mean, today was just it was rent day. I was ripping and running. So I was <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thank you. you no, know, again, thank you very much for coming on. Brianna, yes, thank, you, thank for, you for having me. Oh, no, no. The pleasure is all out. Well, well, all mine. Um, Brianna, I want to thank you. you know, I for... do. I'm happy about them coming too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the pleasure is all ours. Um, Brianna, thank you for you know you know meeting uh, Ruben and you know kind of like setting this up and you know because everything kind of started with Brianna meeting you at the uh, expo and whatnot. Yeah, she was actually one of the actually she was one of the first people that bought the book. Um, she was like oh. she was like the second yeah she was like the second or third person and um, and actually that day. Yep, there it is. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, yeah, she was like she was like the second or third person that like came up and bought the book, and uh, and that was a great day because I ended up selling out all my books that day. So awesome. um, yeah, so that was that was like a good day. So yeah, she had came back to the table like yeah, my friend does a podcast. I was like yeah, I'm down. You know what I'm saying? Anything to promote. You know, so that's right, right, right. That's the main thing. So, but yeah. also I just want to let you guys know. Um, Facebook.com slash Swag Patrol Comic is where you can find us. Okay. Um, I mean, we do have a website, which is, you know, I have it. I don't really promote it like that because it's like, I don't know, it's just real. The Facebook page is where we be live. That's where I'm <laughs> there. Like, cool, you man. follow that because, yeah, the Facebook page, though, that's where I let everybody know what's really going on. The website is just like, you know, pictures. So, okay. But, you, uh, <laughs> wait, can you find number zero on the Facebook page? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. If you go to our Facebook page, it's like it should be like a pinned post. It's like at the top of the page. So as soon as you get on the page, uh, it should have a link there to get you a PDF of issue zero. Um, also, you can get uh, Swag Patrol number one. You can get. We don't have physical copies at the moment. Um, and every time I have physical copies, they don't last long. So I have like a bunch of friends and family who be hitting me up like, "When can I get my book?" I'm like, "Look, they the shows be they be gone. I don't know what to tell you." <laughs> But uh, but we do have a digital copy if you want a PDF, uh, you know, for your phone, like tablet. Oh, appreciate that support. Yeah, man. Yeah, you can get it on. Um, you can get it on Peep Game Comics. That's uh, P E E P C O G A M E C O M I X dot com. Uh, that's where we have a digital copy for issue one. Um, yeah, and like I said, issue two is due out in the spring. Um, matter of fact, we got two pages left to be colored. Like I, that's all we have left is two pages to be colored, and then we're gonna get the letter started probably like next week. So okay. um, yeah, so like issue two will be out uh, by the springtime, and I'm hoping to get number three out by the end of the year. That's my goal. If everything goes according to plan. 
So hopefully I'll have three out by the end of the year. But definitely number two will be out this spring. So, you know, follow us on Facebook, uh, you know, like us. And, yeah, so thank you guys for all the support. I really appreciate you guys uh, for having me on here and letting me share my story. So I know. Thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing your story, you know. So, again, Ruben is a comic book creator. He creates, uh, he created, or he's working on Swag Patrol. That's his comic. He's going to shoot us all the information because I was listening, but it's kind of hard for me to repeat <laughs> everything he just said. He's yeah, gonna shoot yeah, us all yeah, I'll, yeah gonna, I'll shoot it over. Yeah, he's going to shoot us the information, and in the description, there's going to be all of that information down there for you guys. Thank you again for listening. Thank you, Ruben, for coming. And this is only the first of many. Again, this is the first day of Black History Month, so I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank you, Ruben, for your work in, you know, you know, trying to get, you know, um, young African Americans kind of highlighted and, you know, with well, with your comics and trying to get kids to look at, you know, for people that say, hey, there's not out, there's not a lot of uh, black comics out there. Ruben is doing one, uh, Swag Patrol, so support that man, man. Let him get his comics out there so you can read, you know. Um, thank you again for listening. Uh, this week in comics is going to be back at the end of the month and we're going to go back to a normal format. Ziggy, uh, myself and Vito will be doing it after, you know, the, the series that we're doing. This is a very special series that we're doing for the rest of the month. And the first guest happened to be Ruben on the first day of Black History Month. Thank you yes. again for coming. Honored. Thank you yes. again. Uh, and hard that... to follow for the rest. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you all. Thank you, Ziggy. Thank you, Brianna. And we will catch you guys on the next show. Peace.